This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. <laughs> How many people are ready to praise you for the rest of your days? Let's read Psalm 122 as we start this morning before we take our seats. Psalm 122, a very wonderful scripture there. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Psalm 122. The Bible says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. How many people are glad to be in church today? There is a reason why this man was excited about the idea of going to church. Not when I stream online. God bless you, choir. Thank you. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Wow. How many people felt like that while coming to church this morning? God bless you. Have your seat. I was glad. <laughs> if you are here and you you walk on the island and you were not there on Thursday, well, I won't say much for now. But don't for any reason miss. Those of you that were there, Thursday was awesome. Don't miss this coming Thursday. Interestingly, I think we had more people. I don't know. There were no members of the that are members. I'm asking everybody in this church. If you walk on the island, I drive from mainland there. I'm asking everybody, you should be there. Um, okay, that's very important. You walk on the island, you should be there on Thursday, 7 p.m. in just one hour. I'm asking everybody walking on the island. Oh, you are not going to do that on Monday. You are not going to do that on Tuesday. You are not going to do that on Friday. Please. On Thursday. Um, maybe that fits a little into part of what I want to share this morning. The concept of the body of Christ must be understood by everyone that is a Christian. One of the things that believers do that they should stop doing that Christians want things that are convenient. We are not called into that kind of life. We are not called. We, that's why we are called soldiers. One day we are going to examine some of the names given to us in the Bible. We are soldiers. And we have to be conscious of that. When you let this mentality settle in, it gives you energy. Myself, Pete, John, this is we're part of prayer this morning. We left our bed with our 5.30 a.m. And we joined prayer. And after the thoughts, I will see our CEC meeting service today. And tomorrow, I'm going to have a founder meeting for the conference coming up. We are soldiers. Now, every day is not like that. But when it's like that, you accept it. And the coming weekend again, I'm going to do, be coming from Ibadan next Sunday. And you will see me at 7 a.m. in the service. Because there's a conference also Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Ibadan. And I'm coming from, look, I'm just saying to everybody, it, 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 it doesn't happen like every time, but when it is time to make sacrifices, some Christians run away. Once people were not there on the island, was that they just wanted to get home on time. 
and then they get home and they are watching African magic. I'm saying that sacrifices, when you are a member of the church and they announce that they are doing something new in your area, you should be the first person to be there. It's part of your membership or part of your membership, part of the indications that you are a member of that body. It's a strong indicator. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? All right. So, <laughs> praise the Lord. Why did he say that I was glad when they said I should come to the house of the Lord? Because of a reason. Matthew 16, 18. Let's read. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. There is a very strong word there. I say unto thee, thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gate of hell. Ah. Hallelujah. The gate of hell. God's answer to the gate of hell is the church. Too many people, you know, this is just laying foundation this morning. There are many things we are going to look into as we look at this subject. I feel sorry for a lot of people on Facebook following one pastor, one preacher, and then never a member of any church. They are fans. They are not members of the body. You can be a fan of the body. Of course, when you are born again and you have confessed Jesus as Lord, there is the general church. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. I, I, want, I want to read. I want, I want us to read. Hallelujah. God's, God's answer to the gate of hell is that I'm going to build my church. Two things you need to know. Uh, number one, just be sure that the church you are in is a church of God, built by God. That is the only one that can overcome the gate of hell. The gate of hell is real. For instance, the Bible says that, James chapter 5, is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders and let them pray for him. And the Bible says that the prayer of faith shall save the sick and if he has committed any sin, it shall be forgiven. But then 1 John 1 says, if we confess our sins, he is just and able to forgive us and cleanse from all unrighteousness. But it means that, so if I can confess, why should the elders come and pray for me and receive forgiveness for me? There are certain things, when it comes to them, church must step in to help you. You are blessed if you are in the midst of people praying and you are rightly connected to them. One time I was praying and the Lord revealed something to me. I was praying for some members. And he said that the case of the church is like the case of network. I don't know whether it's fiber one or whatever network we are using as a church. It's connected to my phone, connected to all those guys in media and everything. But you see, if you walk away to the end of the fence there, you might still have a little signal. The further you go, the weaker the signal until you have no signal again. That was why Peter could, when Peter was saying that even if it means dying, I will die with you. He was not bragging. But you see, he met the gate of hell when he was far from the master. There are no meaningless details in the Bible. As long as they arrested Jesus, the Bible said that Peter was following from afar. 
Those who follow from afar, we always get into trouble. Ability to say no to sin. Ability to say no to arrows of the enemy. They come from the, it. There must be that closeness to the center of power. First of all, to Jesus Christ, the Lord, but also to his people. There are too many Christians, the network is so weak. The signal is so weak. The signal is so weak that they can't download anything. That's why they don't get revelation from heaven. How connected are you? And how strong is your signal? It depends on how far you are from the center. Any other meeting, you are not there. You just show up on Sunday. And after that, you are not, you are not part of any other thing. What's going to happen is this. Your signal is very weak. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Okay. Lord, how do I? <laughs> I'm thinking of what to say and I want to reserve for. This is very important. Who pray for Peter when he was arrested? Ma, Peter, whose shadow was healing the sick people, still needed the church to pray for him. The Bible says when Peter was arrested, Acts chapter 12, the Bible says constant prayer was made for Peter by the church. I am praying that everyone here will understand what I'm saying, and those who are watching online. Because many people have carried this independent spirit, just say, it's not Christianity. God did not design it like that. Hallelujah. And you can't go from here, there, here, there, like that, all around. Let me give an example. When you were in secondary school, there was GSS 1A, B, C, D. My school, E, F. Now, I don't know how they divided this your school. Hope you went to a good school. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, all of you were in GSS 1. But GSS 1A, their subject might be arithmetic or mathematics. And GSS 1B, the first subject might be English. Did it happen like that in your school? So you have timetable. While you are doing integrated science, 1B might be doing intro tech. I don't know the way you are looking at me. Was it like that in your school? <laughs> or in your school, everything. <laughs> well, that was how it was in my school. Now, all of you were GSS1 students, but you were called by the name of your class. You wrote exam in your class, and you had your own class teacher. Is that true? Now, the same thing. So, Pastor Shade here, she did civil engineering, right? UI. When you are the same time, she did civil engineering. Now, you went to Futasa. I don't know whether they do civil engineering. There is one of the courses. Okay. So, somebody who is doing civil engineering in UI cannot say, well, in civil engineering, I'll go and write my exam in Futa. This simple thing I said is why a lot of Christians are missing blessings. They don't know where they belong. They just feel that it's all the same. All of them are civil engineering students. Probably they are all in 200 level. But you cannot say, I'm a law student in 200 level. You need like, so you enter UI because you live in Ibadan. 
So today, this morning, Lagos is fast. Maybe we have exam. She be the same law. And then you walk into UI. And then you sit there in law faculty. Say, where is 200 level? Where are the 200 levels? They say, 200 level. Then you join and say, I'm to I'm in 200 level law, uni like. Since it's the same law, let's write the exa exam here. You will fail or not, they will hear in heaven. <laughs> First of all, you must know by the spirit that this is where you ought to be. And if you don't have that assurance, I allow you to go. You must have that assurance that God wants me here. Because it's going to be the foundation for every other thing you are going to do. When you have that conviction, you cannot walk away. Because you are not there because of any man. Neither will any man offend you enough to go. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is the beginning of issues with many Christians. They lack conviction. So, they, maybe their friends are in that church. First of all, you must know, there must be a knowing in you that this is where God wants me to be. And once that knowing is there, you must participate. In terms of your time, your resources, and your talents, you must. So the Bible talks about Hebrews 12, General Assembly, I think that's verse 22, registered in heaven. Once you are born again, you are registered in heaven. There is the general church. So the general assembly and church of the firstborn, all churches that are churches indeed in the name of Christ, because there are many places. I'm mean, you are in Nigeria, you understand what we are saying. So many other places, different types of places. And it's not about political style to us and no, it's just a certain men. Um, double into something else and it is very obvious hallelujah one of my friends just spent ministry in one hall there was you know there used to be this church using the hall and they came to have a meeting when they left they just saw charms all over the floor all the attendant the, the owners of the multiple people ran away my friend picked it and just burned the tender through, through the thing I don't know why people are always afraid of and he told the attendant, he said, as I burn this thing, that person won't come back here. He said, we say, I'm telling you. And it's over a year now, the man has never returned. He used to have a monthly meeting down the board, he never returned again. Somebody with a superior, greater zeal that is in us than the one that is in the world. I started knowing the emptiness of idols when I was a small boy. My son and my brother were not even born again then. Well, just about, I think I should be like 11, it should be like 13 or 14 or something at that time. And then we, our neighbor was a very fetish man. And we're playing one day and we saw the pot buried there and there were many terrible things inside the pot. We took it and broke everything. When my mom buried the hammer, it took my <laughs> she felt something was going to happen, but not, nothing happened. <laughs> I, I told you the second one when I took money from, you know, in Abiyokuta, they put idols around and they put oil and sacrifice. And they put new coins. Ah, I said, my friend, primary six. I said, are you seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> so we stoned the pot and the oil spilled out and then the coins. So we picked the coin, went to tap to wash it. Oh, we became millionaires. Money makes you feel good. I was sponsoring the entire class. 
we were, there was a woman that used to buy, she used to call it fish pie, on the fence of the school. I was just ordering for everybody. We didn't go home on time because we had too much money to spend. <laughs> and two or three days after that, that boy became sick. He was on admission. And fear got me. My, I was in Selected. I felt our prophet in the church with only water. We had one green water then. Green and blue, not mixing together. No matter what you vomited, I knew. But the problem was to tell my father that I picked money from him. He will first of all kill me before the demon. So I didn't know what to say. So I was thinking that my, I was afraid. You are going to, that voice kept telling me that you are going to die. <laughs> so I, tried, I struck a deal. So I would tell the truth when, when, when I start feeling something. <laughs> the guy was sick for three weeks. He was out. But then one day he came back, he had lost all his weight and, and so I didn't feel anything. I said, I beg, nothing. Nothing did happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> now, I'm not saying we should go and do that. I'm just saying that. <laughs> At least I did and I got away with it. Hallelujah. Are you with me? General church, general assembly, church of the firstborn, Registered in heaven. God's plan. So every church is listed in that register. There's a register in heaven. All churches are there. But God recognizes each assembly separately. So in Revelation chapter 1, look at the last verse. What Jesus said. When John saw him, he saw him walking in the midst of the seven candlesticks. Jesus is always walking in the midst of the church. Hallelujah. I want to start from maybe the mystery of the, before he explained, I want to start from where John first saw him. I want to show you something from there. When John saw him. You are the Lord. When I saw him, I want to start, start from where he said that, and I turned and I saw when he turned, um, you know, he started saying, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a voice, and I turned to see the voice that spoke to me, and being turned, I saw. Now, ah, okay, we can stop anytime I want to stop. Go up three verses more. It's Bible study, so pay attention. Are you getting this? Hallelujah. Okay. I, John, am your brother, your companion in tribulation and the kingdom, never stand. I was in the spirit of the Lord's day and I heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. That's how the voice of Jesus sounds. The next verse, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, Unto Ephesus, unto Sima, unto Pagamos, unto Tite, unto Sardis, unto Philadelphia, and unto Lydosia, or Lodicia. And I turned to see the voice that spake to me. When God tells you something, you always need to turn. This might have not exactly been a physical turning. It might be a switch from natural to supernatural. It happened to Mary after resurrection also. He saw a gardener. He thought it was a gardener, but it was Jesus. Her eyes, they were, there was a veil over the eyes. 
And he said, sir, where did they put the body? I'm looking for someone that was laid there. And Jesus said, Mary. And the Bible says she turned. Now, immediately you'll read, if you, if you like to uh, investigate something, straight away you will know that something is not right. You don't talk to somebody backing the person. She was talking to the gardener. And she said, that, where is the person? And the gardener said, Mary. And the Bible says she turned. Turned to what? She was already conversing with the man. And I don't believe she was talking to the man, backing the man. What happened was that when Jesus called her name, oh, thank God for the words of life. The spirit of God entered her. She turned. She just saw that the person I'm talking to is not a gardener. It's the master himself. Hallelujah. Every time God speaks to you, your eyes are open for that. I remember when Regina was there, he was taken to heaven. And every time he heard Jesus speak, he would look at Jesus, he would have become bigger and more beautiful. And he said, my Lord, why are you changing? And he said, I want to read in my word, I don't change. You are the one changing. He said, every truth I'm sharing with you, scales are falling off your eyes. So you are seeing me more and more as I am. Nobody can see all of God once. If I can't see all of God anyway. Every time you receive a revelation, your the way you see Jesus will change. But he is not the one changing. He is, he is who he is. You are the one changing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because his words are lights. If I bring you into this all and we switch off all the lights, you will start getting aware gradually of certain things. The more you are illuminated, the more you will see. Initially when you come in, this all can be very dark when there's no light and then we shut all the doors. You might not notice certain things. But after a while, you start noticing more. So if we put on one light to see what you did not see before, now you, you are now seeing what you, never, you didn't see before. Now you are seeing more and more and more, and it continues like that. Did you get that? So that was what happened. So John said, I turned and I, but when he turned, look at the first thing he saw. Seven candlesticks. Go back to that verse. I saw, no. Being turned, I saw, yeah, yeah, play. Thank, sorry, go back. Verse 12. I saw seven golden candlestick next verse and in the midst of the seven candlestick one like unto the son of man clothed with a garment down to the foot and got about with palms with a golden girdle interestingly except the lord chooses to appear to you as a man if he appears to you in glory like this you will still see him wearing the same thing this is Jesus' style of dressing in all the revelations of people have said, this is the most common way, which is appear. You're going to see a golden belt, very big. But then you see the holes on the leg and everything. And then very white hair. Completely white. Because it's the ancient of this. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, <laughs> when John saw me fell down, woes. I told you before, when I see God, I'm going to ask him this. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you dare ask a lion a question when you see one. Jesus is so full of love. The eyes are full of love. But even at that, in his presence, fear will catch you. That's why he must say to you, fear not. Because initially, the glory will, it will be too heavy for you. He's not trying to make you afraid. It's who he is. It's the glory and the power of his presence. Hallelujah. All Christians, they need that. It's better to see him at least once before seeing him in glory. But then you see him every day in the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Whether you see him, he's already really your spirit. Glory to God. But John saw first of all the candlestick. And that represents the church. And then in the midst of the candlestick, this, this, for this reason, and I'm stopping it, for this reason, for this cause, when God appeared to Apostle Paul and he became blind, Jesus said, that, why are you persecuting me? The first thing you realize from there, Jesus did not say, why are you persecuting my church or my people? He said, why are you persecuting me? Every word against the church. I hope those who talk with somebody, they will realize. You are free to leave one church for another. If you perceive that the pastor is into error, if you perceive that the pastor is playing games with people, if you perceive that the pastor has no fear of God, there are many people like that. It's possible. Why don't you just leave? Are you tied there? But those who go public and begin to attack the church, they have never read that Jesus never said to Paul, why are you persecuting my people? He said, why are you persecuting me? I am the one you are arresting. When he got to among the brethren, Jesus said that, on that day he will say to many, I was hungry, you did not feed me. He did not say that my church people were hungry, you did not feed them. Me, me. Because you cannot separate the head from the body. And it's the head of the church. I pray people will understand this. And stop sinning against the church. And I'm talking at a global level. People should understand. You are free to move. There are other churches. But what people do is that they just begin to attack everybody. And saying things. Are you getting what I'm saying? John saw. And then the second thing Jesus did. He struck him with blindness. All the light of his presence made Saul blind. But Jesus did not heal Saul. He told him that, get up, go to the city called Straight. You will be told what to do. When he got to the city, then the Lord told Ananias, God was trying to teach Paul order. An order that must not be violated. Even though I have appeared to you face to face, you must go back to the church and start from the beginning. And I see people skipping this protocol now. They sit at home and say that, well, God is teaching me the word. Jesus told Paul that I have called you a light unto the Gentiles. He said, but you know what? That is me talking to you. Go back to square one and start. Ananias came and he put his hand on his head. Ananias must have wondered, Lord, you mean you spoke to this guy on the way to Damascus? Why didn't you heal him yourself? But the Lord said, no, it doesn't work like that. He must be conscious of the body. That was why Paul wrote letters. He spoke about the church more than any other person. God made him to school. He schooled him in that thing. That you must understand church. So I now came down there and he said, Brother Paul, Jesus that appeared to you said I should come and pray for you. And he became baptized and he joined the church. Barnabas took him and introduced him to all the elders in the church. Even though some of the elders never saw a revelation of Jesus Christ, Paul did. His calling was higher than all of them, but first of all, he submitted himself. This is very important. See, don't, don't joke with God's concept, God's answer to the gate of hell, the church. We are going to look at different ramifications of this. Membership means that I belong totally. That's mean of membership. You should be in a unit. Now, I'm showing us from God's word. Membership. Proper members of a church. Maybe this is where I start second service from. Sincerely speaking, proper members. Those who are proper. 
when three or four people come to your house to pray for you, there will be an answer. It, it looks like there was no battle the church fought in that of apostles that did not overcome. When Herod threatened them, he died. When Peter was arrested and they prayed, Herod died. All battles they fought as a group, they won. God values this unity. He said, if any two of you shall agree as touching, then he said, for wherever two or three of you are, I'm in your midst. A church can be five people. If they are united, there's no gate of hell they cannot bring down. This thing that the enemy is doing of making people to stay away from church and under all kinds of excuses. If you read New Testament yourself, from Acts of Apostles down to the book of Revelation, you understand that God puts premium on the church. This is where his heart is. Because Jesus has just one body. It's not a monster. He is the head and the body, all churches put together. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the Lord is serious about this. When I look at those who go, it's common among women, go from one prophet to another. If they are a proper member of a church with their husband, they will see the glory of God. Yes. When people come to pray with you in your house and they are real members of your church, something has to happen. And I will show them for a second side why this is very important. See, this is important. I, I, I'll, let me end with this statement. And I, um, I think I said it on Wednesday. If you read the design of Aaron's clothes, God told them to design Aaron's clothes. And they designed it. Exodus, can't remember the chapter. I look for him for second service. And God said that Aaron must wear an effort. Then Aaron must wear a breastplate. On that breastplate contain 12 names of all the tribes. And God said that you are the high priest. As you appear before me, you must appear with all the 12 names. But then the names must be hanging on something at your back. That means there must be a golden chain across your shoulder that must carry the names. In other words, God said that, please carry the body, carry these people on your shoulder, and when you appear in my presence, you must appear with the 12 tribes. It is important for you that there be certain man called of God that when he's praying, your name is one of the things he's showing God. It's important. You see, in the wickedness of the devil, he does not let people know the gravity of what they do until it is too late. Then the man is 60. Then the children are terrible. Then he's wondering why. Then this one is showing, then he's wondering why. You know, some people even discuss church members in the front of their children and they start losing interest in the church. That one is common among pastors. You talk about the secret, you know about it, about this one before your children, you make them lose respect for God's people. And that is dangerous. These things, people, the God doesn't want it. Let's rise. Is someone blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm calling us to something. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for teaching us this morning. Thank you for showing us the way. Lord, help us to be doers and not hearers only. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. 
So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.